Oh, hello, viewers. Didn't see you there in the off-season. Welcome to a special episode of Cooking with the Commish. I am your one of your hosts. And as you can see, our other host is missing because we're in fucking lockdown again. Stay at home, people, even though I'm in the studio. But that will not stop us from bringing in one of the beautiful, beautiful, beautiful men, Mr. Dylan Chambers. Dylan, Mr. Dylan Chambers, are you there? Hello, Chris. Yes, I can hear you. I can hear you. Sensational. Looking looking fantastic. And might I add, what a beautiful, beautiful Arizona t-shirt that is. Oh, you got a blazer on too. That looks, that looks cute. Mm, yeah, yeah, feels good. Very well. How you been, mate? Good to see you. I've been very well. Thank you, Chris. Uh, just enjoying a bit, of, a bit of lockdown time. A lot of uh, exercising by walking the dogs. Um, but yeah, uh, recording podcasts. Go check out uh, Three Count Podcasts. Yes. Uh, first rule of this podcast is we don't promote other podcasts. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I made you. I'll break you as well. Let's move on. Let's. Uh, let's. Uh, I've just poured myself a beer, and uh, let's. Uh, oh, you got one too. Cheers to that, my friend. Cheers, boys. Ah, oh, fantastic. We both had uh, bottles today, so we could not do Irish crickets. But no, that's correct. Same are they? Well, um, look, this is this is a, a very big, big show today. We've got some special guests coming on to join us, so um, we we might just crack straight into it. What do you reckon? Let's get into it. So first things first, I just want to do a bit of a you know, I've I've, I've done a bit of research, a bit of digging around to see where everyone's been um, and what they've been up to during you know during the off season, bit of lockdown. No one's really been traveling, but um, you know that's not going to stop everyone from having you know a really good time. It's a bit of our bit of our off season. Check the socials. Yeah, check the socials. You know, just to make sure everyone's still there. You know, and first thing, you know, we'll uh, you know we'll we'll pop these up on screen, shall we? Um, first to first, uh, Jez. You know, he's just new dad and killing it, having a great time. Cheers, congratulations, Jez. Cheers, buddy. Down the gillet. He joined, he joined the club. There's only a few of us left without little babies now. That's right. Uh, anything you want to add, Dill? Moving on. Um, you know, and you know, and big news uh, on Frank Frank's front here. Uh, we'll chuck this photo up on on screen. He has he's graduated. He's now forward facing in the booster seat in the car. Um, you know, Frankie, super happy for you. Well done. Jog it in. Jog it in. That's incredible stuff, Frankie. Yeah. In in. In other news, too, Frankie did become a, a dog dad, uh, and he's also joined Jimmy in the eastern suburbs. Oh, okay. That's why Jimmy um, has bought some property down uh, in Young and spent a lot more time there. Uh, speaking of Jimmy, yes, he still has not got a job, uh, still living life on the land. Um, anything to Another, that? you know what else Jimmy's been up to? You know what 40-year-olds are allowed to do? Just, you know, complain about their bones. Get the jab. Good on him. He got the jab. He said to me, I said, are you good to do the podcast tomorrow? He said, oh, I don't know. I'm getting my, my second dose of the vaccine. Uh, it depends if I feel well enough. I said, mate, if I can do the podcast with COVID, surely you can do it after getting the vaccine. But yeah, that's such an old man response, don't you think? Pretty piss weak. Pretty piss weak. Uh, you know, moving on, uh, Mitchell has a new job. I'm very, very excited for him. You know, he's moving, moving on. 
Uh, I'm going to miss him because uh, I don't work with um, that company. Moving on. Again. Moving on. Congratulations, Mitchell. <laughs> um, another dad who's just killing it is Jakey. He's just, I'm loving the photos, Jakey, on the socials, mate. You and your daughter. Amazing. I haven't seen many of your wife. Cute, I haven't seen his wife. I hope this is not a Canberra thing and she's gone missing or something. I, I think she's fine. But, you know, you and your daughter are having a great time. So well done. Going to Questacon every weekend. Fireworks and Questacon. What else? Yeah. What else do you need? We um, did see Jakey uh, as well, that beautiful steak he cooked the other day. Oh. If you don't follow Jakey on the socials, go and follow him and just look at that beautiful steak. I think he wants uh, the role of the cook on cooking with the commish, maybe. Do yourself a favor and follow that man. Uh, it's not all good news, though, Dill. It's not all good news. Uh, um, we're going to cut to a clip now. We haven't um, we haven't seen Jason. Um, he's sort of gone underground, and this could be the reason why. Well, the biggest ever plot to import cocaine to Sydney has been foiled. Almost a billion dollars worth. Three of the alleged key players have been charged and it was one of their gambling sprees that brought it all undone. Yeah, so as you can see, a lot of a lot of drugs have been seized by the federal police. Yeah. We're told Triads must not be happy. They're, they're not happy. Luckily for him, borders are shut so they can't actually come and get him at the moment. So... Um, you know, hope you're well, Jace. And uh, another another reason uh, why Jace might be going a little bit MIA. Uh, you know, when his wife is due to give birth to their next child, right around the damn draft. Who does that? What? So, boys, around January, keep it in your pants, please. That's unbelievable. Who does that? You know, I, I would never do that. Moving on. Um, speaking of missing and going underground, Cav, crickets. Say no more. We've got no idea where he is. His uh, his son's good on the on the BMX. That's about as much as I know of what's going on with Cap these days. Is it his son though, Dill? Is it his son? We don't know. Yeah. Although some say it is his son. Um, huge news from uh, ESPN Espedeport. Um, ESPN Deportes Mexicano. Uh, they've got a new chairman of the board. Our very Ooh. own Hollywood Laurie Horish. Well done. Ah. Uh, you know. Did uh, did uh, Rachel Nichols make some comments about him being uh, put forth for that role? We uh, yeah, we cannot. We don't. We don't slag off other um, our colleagues in the in the field here, Dill. Um, but she did because she's you know she's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in other big news, uh, our good friend Ryan Holloway is looking to have a comeback in the uh, basketball realm uh, from his you know, torn Achilles. What, what do you got news, news there for us? Yeah, yeah, news just in. Uh, Ryan, yeah, looking to join uh, Loose Change with uh, you and myself and uh, Jimmy. Uh, still waiting on that call from Laurie to see if he's keen. Mm. Um, mm. But, yes, yeah, Ryan taking the court again. It'll be good to see. Let it rain! Rain dance! Let it rain! Let it rain! Ice man! Contracts, uh, I think they've been exchanged. So we're just waiting. Veterans minimum, I think. Veterans bare minimum is the. Uh, speaking of veterans, or who acts like a veteran, is G Money uh, Graham Soling. Um, uh, reports are in. You've got a special breaking news on him as well. Yeah, Graham watching a lot of Bluey these days. 
I was talking about the other news. He might be moving to, to Brisbane oh, in, yes. the, in the area because the Sharkies are terrible and they might, they're going to be moving, so he's going to follow them. Plus, Bluey, I think, is filmed there because everyone on the show is a bogan from Queensland. Yeah. So, What's to live that Bluey life? Um, look, let's let's move on to some more happy things. Um, possibly one of the greatest things that happened to me this year uh, was my Detroit Pistons getting the first winning pick. the first pick winning the first pick who's gonna win number one the number one pick goes to the detroit pistons it's gonna mean a lot team is headed in the right direction we got a group of young guys that have a number one pick scott should be delivered for his team in the NBA only draft. the lions could do the same He's coming. Jared Goff's Lions. Yeah, listen. Yeah, Jared. Oh, oh, oh. oh I got to wash that one down. That tasted feral. <laughs> hey, remember but, when JJ Watt signed for the Cardinals? Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, get, we'll still go with some football in a minute. We're just you know, we're going through Sorry, the league. Getting excited. And uh, just to round out the, the league here, obviously, you know, you're sporting your championship jacket, looking fantastic. Uh, but, you know, your lovely wife has finally made it down under and enjoying it. Yeah, she is. She is. I now have two trophies. Uh, I think I just stole your line, but you did. I'll That's take okay. it. Uh, That's why we rehearse, yeah, people. That's why we rehearse. She's here living, living the, the Chatswood lockdown life, uh, enjoying being an Aussie, starting to learn all the phrases. and Good on her. Yeah, good on her. <laughs> Chucky. Well, that's kind of, that's kind of the wrap around the league and where where people are at. Um, you know, God, um, for the guys who are missing, we miss you, kind of. And uh, you know, hopefully, you come back to where you need to be. Um, yeah, we're looking forward to maybe the chat heating yeah. up pretty soon. You know, people start to mock and yeah, I think I think they will. So um, yeah, well done, um, Dill. Let's uh, let's move on now. I think we need to bring in one of our special guests this evening. Who is our first? guest our first guest is the aforementioned head of uh espn deportes now uh we're going to talk a little fantasy draft stuff nice, uh nice fantasy rookies in the nfl yeah with uh the espn expert uh laurie horish let's bring him in yeah i'm gonna lie completely because why the fuck would i tell any of you what i think of the draft <laughs> Yeah, it's not my fault. You guys don't watch oh, yeah. Tagball. Well, well, it's how, not my choice. You don't watch Tagball. You, 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 you don't. You don't. I, you don't look past the first ten picks in the draft. What the fuck am I going to do? I hope you're recording. By the way, why on earth? <laughs> outtakes. Outtakes of the end are actually live. Welcome, Laurie, to <laughs> Cooking with the Commish, the off-season uh, episode. I guess the off-season mm-hmm. season episode. Yeah, the off-season season. Oh, look, he's got, he's had a glass of rosé. Yeah, it is. Hold on. Rosé all day. Um, I, we are- yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a Margaret River. Um, it's a McHenry Honan. They're an organic, um, not only just a winery, but uh, they have a, a butcher out front as well for your cured meats and fresh Ooh. cuts. So you go there, you sample, a, you know, for the region, uh, you know, you're looking at some, 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 some SSBs. And then, oh, they throw a little pastrami away. And I don't know about you guys, but pastrami can come my way any day of the week. Yeah. I'm reading into that what you will. I'm not going to lie. I'm got a semi right now. Wine and meat all day. 
That sounds really good. I'd love to go to Margaret River, but I'm not allowed to leave my house. Yeah. Well, this is this is your version of uh, of the NFL Network show. What is it? Um, NFL Good Morning Football, um, yeah. with their host who's currently in isolation in Australia. Uh, so. um, we can definitely tell you're in isolation, Laurie. What mm. is with your outfit? You've got a bit of a uh, ethnic old lady who's just finished the washing and she's come to relax by the fire. What what are we doing here? Sorry, did you say fire? Let me just oh, get the fireplace uh, going. Oh, oh there sorry. it is. Very good. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, well, look, it's winter. It's the off season. This is the, the volume. Um, it's come back. I shaved my hair earlier in the year. Yeah. And, you know, the widow's peak is a touch sharper than it used to be. Not really like alarm bells, but enough to remember that I'm turning 33 soon. Um, but uh, I've let the fro come back and this is really how you have to maintain it at nighttime. Um, I love otherwise it. it gets a little woolly in there. I love it. Bring it on. I'm all mm. for, uh, I haven't actually had a haircut. Uh, I probably had one haircut as a tidy up, but my hair is, as you can see, my mullet Ew. back is uh, mm. in full effect. Well, well, I like that's why they called nice the beaches trip. Penrith by the sea, but go on. <sighs> Laurie, you're doing so well. All right, how 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 has your off season been, Laurie? You you tonguing for some football? Tonguing? Um, <laughs> it's rugby league season, so you know. Um, it's been. It, I don't know whether it's my age, and that I have ticked the dial into the 30s or not. But last season felt like one of the quickest off seasons of my life. Usually it is a barren wasteland of boredom. I am begging for someone to release podcasts or contemplating, you know, another show that I should try and fail to launch. But last year went quick and it might've been, you know, first full off season with a kid and this season's raced along as well. And part of it is it's a, it's a, it's a pretty tasty baby little football and sporting year. We've got the Euros on right now, which has reignited my 15 year dormant love with the world game. And, uh, and throw on that we've got slightly delayed NBA finals which and playoffs, which Dill is watching with ardent fervor. Um, it's, it's been busy, which is nice. We've got Olympics, which is okay. You know, it's not the most jazzed I've been for the Olympics, but we well, to watch exciting that uh, your friends over at ESPN are going to show the pre-Olympic boomers games. I mean, that's it, right? We've got like a week's worth of boomers action against Argentina. We've got Spain, Nigeria, and, of course, and, and the U.S., and we get to see the veteran guys. We get to see Josh Green get some minutes. We get to see Exum back. We get to see Josh Giddy, even though he's not in the 12 right now. Am I praying that Nathan Sobey has a high ankle sprain and gets ruled out of the 12 to go to Tokyo? And okay, can I, Josh Giddy gets just, the call up? Can I just sure. stop you right there? Mm. Are you showing Josh Giddy some love? Of course. Josh, Josh Giddy is so overrated. Oh, I cannot believe he's going to go in the first round. It's I saw the five against the Kings and he was abysmal. So it's a shame that you see that way, Dil, but I mean, he's a pass first point guard and anyone that's played with you knows that you like to jack up a quick three. So maybe that's why you don't agree with his gameplay. I'm going to interrupt you. Yeah, Speaking of playing with uh, Dill and myself, are we going to see the new fro coming into the new season starting up shortly? What is going now, on? The new- yeah, it's it's almost like, you know, while we're talking about Euros, it's like, where did Paul Gascoigne go? That's currently what's going on with me and my Division Three basketball availability. There was the there was the um, uh, 
the heel issue, the the the, the problem we had there. The Shane Heel, um, yep. There's a haircut Hill, that yep. needs to be trimmed. There's some other parts of the body that could use a trim. Um, so you know, at COVID, you know, it's it's an up and down affair. We're on the downward trend right now, which is nice, but we'll see how long that lasts because uh, Uber Eats has told me that there's some schnitzel specials in the region tomorrow. So we'll see. You're only human. They know um, when to send their notifications, don't they? And you vulnerable drinking <laughs> Margaret River Rose on a Thursday night. Laurie, you've obviously done a lot of media training because you tiptoed around that question beautifully. But let's just bring yeah. it full circle. Are you playing? When's the season start? Well, it's meant to, as, as soon as we're out of lockdown. Yeah, it's meant to be next week, but uh, still. Oh, okay. So I've got what? Six months? Conservatively seven or eight weeks? Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. yeah Depending yeah, on I how think... our friends in the eastern suburbs and southwest go. Yeah. I, I would put it this way. There's a better chance of me playing for you than Aaron Rodgers playing for the Packers this year. Ooh, okay. So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> I like it. Well, let's uh, let's dive in here, Dill. Uh, I know you're itching to get some uh, get some juicy info out of. Now we we did get Laurie on here for a specific reason to talk us through the NFL draft from a fantasy mm. perspective. I understand, ago, but go on. Yep. I understand that he won't be able to give away any smokies that he's got, but I'm hoping you can at least tell us how you think the top guys are going to go. Let's let's start at quarterback. Okay. I mean. No, is, um, is Trevor Lawrence gonna is Trevor Lawrence gonna be a top thirty quarterback? Thirty? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, on I'm giving a very wise <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, Lawrence Lawrence like debuts for me and then there's people who actually get paid to talk about fantasy. Um and you should listen to them. But yeah, he debuts in that kind of probably twelve to seventeen range, the Kirk Cousins range. Um, because of the wheels, it's you know the weapons are a bit, mm, bit kumsi kumsa, um, to quote the Rock from two thousand and one. Um, you're not buying the Lavisca Chenault love. No, he, he, he's not a polished product. So you're asking an, a second year player you hope is developed to immediately start producing like a wide receiver one with a rookie quarterback who has all the talent in the world and is the best prospect since Andrew Luck, but also ran a cookies and cream offense at Clemson. Um, Urban Meyer will design it for him perfectly. So that's great. You know, you've got Marvin Jones there, DJ Chuck, who was close to your heart last year, Dill. I know we had trade discussions, um, but was disappointing last year. Who's the real DJ? Is it year one breakout? Watch what I do downfield, or is it just the complete shit show that was, was 29, 2020 for, um, I don't know what year it is anymore. Um, so the weapons are, mm, I, they get Travis Etienne when they had a cheap, good running back, which is really weird football roster development in yeah. this day and age. Like, we know better. We've got a cheap, talented running back. That's great. That's what you need. Then you go out and spend a first-round pick on a guy that you want to run half the time at wide receiver. It's a weird one. But I think his legs, um, his mobility is enough to go with, you know, the developing passing game that they'll get going down there. That Yeah, he'll, he'll be relevant. He'll be maybe a $1 pick in the draft by someone having a giggle or it'll be a week one, two, three waiver wire pickup. So looking at the quarterbacks of the the five guys mm. that we're all talking about, who Such do you see, forget from a football perspective, who mm. do you see as having the best fantasy season? Hmm. Best fantasy season. 
No, not Mac Jones, because I don't know whether he starts week one or halfway through. Um, I, I really want to say Justin Fields, because fuck Andy Dalton, um, not as a person, but as a starter. Um, so get that out of there, hopefully by, you know, week one, but if not in the first couple of weeks, and then you're talking about a guy that the Bears offensive line isn't great, but he's got not a big Tariq Cohen guy. David Montgomery is a bit pedestrian as a runner, but he does have hands that work, which is better than some running backs. And they got Alan Robinson, who's a bona fide number one, and Mooney, who broke out as really exciting young deep threat. So you have some weapons there. Cole Komet, tight end as well. There's weapons. Offensive line, not great. Justin Fields could make every single throw and has six gears of gas um, to put the foot down and go um, and take it himself. So, yeah, I think there's there's a good bit of, I think he could, he could have a fantastic season. If you're saying every one of them plays 16 games, it's, it's Trey Lance though. If Trey Lance gets 16 games, he's a top eight quarterback. No wow. doubt. He's, he's trucking that ball and he's in an offense. Show me the last Kyle Shanahan offense that wasn't productive. Very nice. But, but therein lies it, right? Jimmy Garoppolo, one of 1,000 people on uh, formerly Roto World, now NBC Sports Edge, um, being reported to be having the season, the off-season of his lifetime, and he's never been in better shape. We've heard it before. Mm. Yeah. Uh, all right. Now, let's look at – I won't ask for a smoky wide receiver or anything, but is there any wide receiver who got drafted who you can see as being the wide receiver one for their team? Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, you could see Bateman. Uh, Rashad Bateman, um, who's got some nuanced routes to his game at this stage, uh, you know, at his stage of development, he comes into Baltimore. I think he could immediately challenge to be the top wide receiver there. They signed Sammy Watkins. I fell in love with Marquise Brown last year. That went well. Um, he's the most complete. Um, all the, you know, sexy hipster industry heads um, who watch tape, unlike me, I just say I do. It's a lie. Um, they all love him. Uh, the question is, though, that's number one receiver in what type of passing offense? Like, how prolific is it, really? It's the Baltimore Ravens. They're going to run the rock. They can say they're developing. And I have more faith in Lamar Jackson's arm and what it can be down the road. But um, I don't know that that's the biggest slice of pie. But he's one that, yeah, you immediately look at and go, oh, yeah, you can see. Um, Jalen Waddle. it's going to take a minute because you've got Parker there, who's played with two before, and you got Will Fuller, who was a stud before getting busted for roids in his only healthy season. Hmm. Um, uh, and then, yeah, Jamar Chase will be the number one um, by, if it's not by the start of the season, it'll be halfway through. Tyler Boyd's, a, as much as you want to shine him up on some bad Bengals teams in the past, that dude's a, a natural three, a two at best. T Higgins already overtook him. And I think Chase has got the instant chemistry with his um, with uh, Popcorn Arm, Joe Burrow, um, the new Tony Romo. Uh, so, yeah, I think there's a few there that can jump out, but Bateman's probably the one that gets less hype. He's a later pick than some of those other guys, but I think he can walk in and be the complete target body and route runner that Lamar Jackson needs. Dill, before we go on, I'm, I need to get some info from Laurie about my mm-hmm. favorite position. I think we all know what that is, the tight end position. Okay. Can we jump into the tight end position, please? Sure. Let's jump right in there. Show me your tight end. Okay. Show me your tight ends. You want to talk about Kyle Pitts right off the bat? How deep do you want to go into the tight just, end? Just jump. Just um, go. Is, is, uh, 
isn't Kyle Pitts the the start and the end of the conversation in tight ends in the draft? Yeah, I mean, we don't have any dumbass Steelers fans in our league as far as I'm concerned because Pat Fryermuth is not what's going to save Ben Roethlisberger's career. Some offensive line help might have been. Um, yeah, Kyle Pitts is... He's not like anyone we've seen come into the league. He wears 84 and you can't help but think of, you know, Shannon Sharp running around. Um, It's, you know, before he was giving terrible takes on um, Arrival Network to ESPN. Um, So you can't help but think of that. He's, he is not just a, we've heard physical freaks at wide receiver before. The dude is nasty. He is, plays with a physical edge, he's a really good route runner. Um, and he's borderline uncoverable from a physical specimen standpoint. He went toe-to-toe with some of the best corners in this draft was guys like JC Horn. And for as much as they put on good, strong first round worthy tape against him, he still dominated. And even when he was covered and they did a good job, he's not covered. So yeah, that's where it starts and ends. Uh, it's, it's not much sex. It was not a good tight end class. It, it started. And as Dill said, bang on, it ends with Kyle Pitts and, Shit, we'll see you all out there on the auction floor for that one. Yeah, sounds like I'm it. Sorry. <coughs> sorry. Salary cap league for my bad. <laughs> well, I'm hard, so thank you for that. That was that was fantastic. Do you want to talk about the Detroit Lions? Because they did some stuff. I I, I was gonna get I was gonna go through Dylan and then I, I wanted to get your uh, get your take on my Lions and their their mm. number one pick. He's just a Panay. He's a beast. Yeah, Panay for your thoughts. Drop the Panay. Um Petty Soul is um exactly what you hope a coach and operation that you guys have there with Campbell and the, you know, Neanderthal-esque knee cap skewering or whatever the hell it was, Benny Hunnering up people's calves. I'm not sure, but um, that's what you, the best case scenario is for them to do. Talk of that old school shit. Talk about, yeah, yeah, we're fucking going to eat this. We're going to slap them. We're going to get kicked down. We're going to get up. It sounds like a like white trash American version of, um, the the Monty Python skit with the guy that keeps getting his arm chopped off and his legs <laughs> chopped off and asking you to come back. But this is the best case scenario for that. Go out and get a stud left tackle because they actually have a good offensive line there in Detroit. You got Jared Goff, I know, but you got Swift back there. Give the kid a chance. Um, I I like the players they picked at those spots. You get Sewell, you get Onzariki, who's an upfield penetrator. Um, on the defensive line, then you get a big nasty in Alan McNeil, NC State, Hal Wolfpack, um, who um, he plays the nose tackle, but he's got the lateral agility to offer a bit at the threes, not just a, a rundown, you know, two down thumper who the guy's going to get up and, and harass the pocket on third down. So now you've got a really talented interior. And then you get a guy like Melifon um, later on, who I thought was a second round cornerback he's better than his brother obi he actually has instincts and football character and he's got measurables out the wazoo and he's a physically dominant corner so you just keep hitting that physicality talent physicality talent nastiness um and in your face stuff and but it's actually guys who know how to play football and that's the best case scenario for Mm. when you kind of get back on your heels when you hear the fucking opening press conference out of detroit and it's you know sounds like a bad 1993 wwf promo before they got their shit together as dill knows on the uh three count podcast yes uh, we don't bring up other podcasts in the show but anyway um thank you for that i'm you know mm. still erect from hearing about my yeah. lines and right. uh, that's what we i did notice your hand disappeared below the hey whoa, whoa, whoa. By the desk for a little while all, above, um, all, all right lastly laurie we want to touch on everyone's favorite position the running back. 
Do we do we have any workhorses in this draft that we should be looking at? No. I, don't, I, don't, I don't care about these guys who are going to share the positions. I want workhorses. Are there any there? Well, I mean, if you listen to your rival spin-off podcast um, that had me on a little close to the draft, um, the excellence of fantasy execution, um, so, so Jimmy asked. Contract on our show. That's okay. It's gone. <laughs> Jimmy asked me who I thought was the most overrated player going into fantasy, or who's going to be the most overdrafted. And I think it's it's a name I'll bring up here. It's Najee Harris, Pittsburgh. Um, really good running back. Um, nimble, big. Um, got a little more wiggle than you expect. He's not a home run hitter. That's Travis Etienne, but. He's a com- complete back. Excuse me. The, I was going to say, it's not my first glass of rosé. Uh, I'm sure this is organic wine. It's really repeating on you. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very familiar with the organic range. Mm. Um, I, I, but, from my understanding is the um, benefits of organic wine start to weigh off after the fourth glass. Is it the wine or is it the meats you've got there as well? No, I had pumpkin soup for dinner tonight. Same yeah, here. Just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the first thing I look so, for on that Uber Eats button, pumpkin soup. Mm, pumpkin soup, yeah, it's always on special. Um, yeah, Najee Harris, um, you get the workload, but that line's garbage. That Pittsburgh Steelers line has gone from one of a perennial top five to just a, a, a bag of, is this a family show? No. Um, uh, I, I clicked the explicit button when I uh, put sure. up, so you can say it. And then throw in um, Ben's arm. And what's going on in the receiving core where you've got some diva energy there between Chase Claypool and and Juju, and then you've got Deontay Johnson taking 150 targets. It's a weird one. I think he's better than Trent Richardson, but it wouldn't surprise me if his first season looks like that early Trent Richardson season, which was like, what, 1,080 yards, yeah. some touchdowns and like 3.6 yards a carry. It'll look okay, but you're going to come away from a lot of weeks going... Mm. That wasn't worth it. Okay, that's what I paid $40 for in the auction because he's getting talked up like a top 10 running back in places. Um, as for other workhorses, this is an interesting landing spot for a few different guys. Um, I mentioned Etienne that just makes it nasty in Jacksonville. You've got James Robinson, you've got Etienne, and now you've you got the touchdown vulture. You know, Carlos Hyde, the ghost of Carlos Hyde is still hanging around. Um, so, yeah, it wasn't a draft you left going, hmm. Yeah, I can see where I'm going to hammer running back from here on out, and it's going to make a lot of sense. Um, the one, this is one for for the Denver Bronco Brigade and our gang. Um, you know, we've got another talented, the next talented running back to land in Denver, um, in in Williams there, um, Javante Williams. So, is this the latest guy like Royce Freeman and and others before him? to get hyped up and get bid up and end up getting drafted ahead of say Melvin Gordon or whoever else they got the back end of the roster. And at the end of the day, it's some $2 waiver wire pickup who was borderline on the practice squad that ends up being the guy that Denver Broncos position is cursed at the running back spot. It's fantasy nightmares. Um, So yeah, that's one that it's, he's going to be a guy outside of the Denver Broncos guys. Like inside of Jimmy and Ryan, he's going to be the player that a bunch of guys in our league are going to have pegged as their last RB2 or upside RB3. They're all going to think they're the only guys going for him. That's how they're going to structure their bid. And then when he comes on the clock, they're going to realize there's two other people, three other people in the league thinking the exact same way. And all of a sudden, Williams is going to go for 
$37. And I'm, I'm hoping so, to see a Jimmy and Ryan. Yeah. You, you can see it coming. So yeah, that's, that's kind of enemies. the takeaway from the running back spot. It wasn't one where you got a bunch of clean landings. Um, and, and there's also, you know, the running back spot is actually decently healthy. Last I checked, there were like 15 that I was like, nice. Okay. If worst comes to worst and those 15, one of them is my RB1, I feel confident in his 70% workload and yeah. All right. Well, lastly, are there any kickers? We're almost who, over. Are there, are there any kickers who are drafted who are worth more than $1? Never. No, no. Not even Young Way Koo. Um, no, but is this it? Are we done? How long did we go for? Is it a 15 minute podcast? You want to keep talking? We can keep talking. We've got other we guests, got other guests, to, guests get to, to get to, mate. You, this segment's <laughs> taken up 25 minutes. This, this isn't no Jimmy, Jimmy, this is your life podcast. Look, if, if well, I've got a question for you, then, right? We've got so we've got opportunities here at Studio Three Eleven mm. to facilitate a Laurie and mm. Jimmy spin-off series. Um, mm. You know, did you want to talk about the shade you've been throwing at me? Is that what you wanted to talk about? No, we had a personal conversation about that. I told you it was it was time. Like it was, I could sense it coming. I, I it was it comes from a place of happiness. I'm so happy for everything that has come into your life. And everything, you know, and uh, fantastic woman you've met, the new chapter that you're building together. But there's a there's a hot deal summer coming, and it's it's going to start before summer. It's going to start in spring, and it's going to lead to a real sloppy, messy, happy operation come draft day. And it's it's going to be beautiful to see. And I mean, the, the days of you scouring the waiver wire are gone. They're trust me, deal. They're gone in a hazy shade of rosé. He doesn't believe I can go. I can go back to back. Well, no, but you will be playing in the on. postseason. That's for sure. Ooh, um, okay. Just not the postseason you want. Um, <laughs> I have a question for you because it's something I've been mulling. Um, not mulling, mulling. Um, England getting into the final. We've got football coming home, and much debate about <laughs> all that. Like football <laughs> coming home. Great song, but I understand people are, you know, have their weird feelings about it. What do you think? Which which club would, the same way that England have, people call it arrogance, have self proclaimed put that out there that football's coming home? Which NFL team would do that? Who who would be the one saying football coming home? I've got two thoughts in my head, but I'd be keen to hear yours first before I provide something more insightful. It's the Cowboys for sure. Yeah, I gotta think it's the Cowboys too. Yeah, so I think that makes sense. The market, <laughs> arrogance without stuff. The, arro- the arrogance, the market, the fact that England, when football coming home, the song rose was the mid nineties, okay, and when they actually won was the late mid till it was nineteen sixty six. So you're talking Cowboys. It was the early the, when America's team was born was the seventies. So there's some parallels there. Yeah, the grandiosity shit even blue and white feature in the color schemes um just the loud headline making bullshit and the fact that media outlets want them to be good the other team that i thought that it actually is about and it should be about is cleveland why you've why can't ohio not too far away where the hall of fame is so much of professional football is born out of there jim brown paul brown um so much modern football traces its roots back there um, a tragic franchise that did truly used to be one of the greats um, and has come close um, at pivotal moments. Um, and and they are, when you think of a hardy, true football fan, and, and we're, we're, 
that's Cleveland Browns fans with all their tragedy and all their kind of, they're self-aware. They're not as braggadocious as in England. But if you're actually talking about what would a Super Bowl coming home really be, that's fair. I, you know, you can go to like Green Bay Packers and the title town and all that bullshit and Patriots and the NFL would love it to be Los Angeles because that's where they're based out and now they'd love it to be the Rams. But I actually, Cowboys are an obvious answer that comes out, but I actually think Cleveland would be the one where you'd be like, yeah, that, yeah, football, football's going home. Coming home. That makes sense. Mm. Mm. Anyway, told you my answer would be more insightful. Cincinnati. Is that in your heart? <laughs> Don't sleep on the higher river offense, Phil. Uh, oh, it's, it's, that'll fill you up. That's, that's good content. Well, thank you for that, Laurie. Anything else? Thank you for your insights. We will have to cut you off, though. Um, we've talked about Ohio fans too long now. and That's right. Frankly, I've got three more shows me... to do tonight, so that's fine. Yeah, quite frankly, they make <laughs> me warm yourself yeah. by the fire. Yes. Uh, but Pour myself another glass. But we do thank you for your insights and your time. You know, you're a busy man. You, uh, you know, you've got your beautiful wife, your beautiful child. Mm. And shout out to dads of Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's been a pleasure. Um, the don't send the check to, um, to Jimmy again. Um, last appearance that happened. That's a bit awkward. So yeah. yeah, If you could just make it out to, um, my new agent, um, Jason Rutherford Marsh, the third, um, I believe you have his address from the um, drug pad party. Yes. Well, um, if you, when you watch this episode back, you'll see what we did at the beginning you'll understand why we have not had contact with Jason. Just pause there. You talk sure. to him to it later. But uh, no worries. before we let you go, can, mm. can we see the fro? Unleash it. <laughs> On draft day. Oh. <laughs> and he's gone. And he's gone. What, a, what an exit. What an exit. Um, wow, we we weren't even ready for that. The, he's he's ruined the pip. Um, yeah, the, the now there's two of me. Yeah, um, just what everyone wants. One of them will win the title. Just have to get just have to get rid of that for a second there. Um, <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> just don't know. What, All right, say Dill. He said bye. He texted me and said bye. Good on you. Well, look, um, let's. Uh, we've actually got Jimmy. Um. Jimmy coming in. Let's see if we can bring him in. We might just go to a quick ad break. Um, got a couple of commercials here we're going to play for you. And when we come back, we'll have young James on the show. Millions of women like yourself suffer from a poor night's rest. Sleeping on your side without proper breast support can be a major culprit. It's the problem in the marriage bed that no one likes to talk about. Maybe that's why they call it silent but deadly. When you put tiny hot dogs on a plate, grill, or other cooking device, because of their round shape, they roll all over the place, and many end up on the ground. What a waste! Congratulations on your new Dixon City Hyundai. We've got selection. A thousand cars to choose from. Our service can't be beat. Bumper to bumper, you can't lose. So when it comes to your next car, we have just one thing to say. Get exactly what you want. Come to Dixon City Hyundai. Save, 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 save every day. Save Dixon City Hyundai style. Well, welcome back. Those were some uh, fantastic hard-hitting commercials, and we are joined by none other than our spin-off show host, 
Jimmy. The excellence of fantasy execution. Jimmy, welcome. Welcome to the the show that started it all, launched your career. You haven't paid anyone back yet. Welcome. Thanks, boys. It's um it's bloody warm over here in Miami. I uh I reckon it'd be 110, 112 out. You, you guys will then do the calcs. You probably got the AC I, turned up. I can't. You probably got the AC turned up. I can't go up, back to Australian metrics. Yeah. That, that's for peasants. You've got the AC turned um, but, up all the way. But look, it's it's good. My tan's good. Uh, teeth are bleached, and uh, um, you know, uh, Manuel, Manuel, do, do the lawn. No, the lawn. Um, yeah, it's 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 you know, it's okay. But I, I appreciate everything, and it's good to see you guys again. And I hope uh, I get a spike in the ratings for you guys. I'm like the Heather Locklear of uh, of podcasts. <laughs> Cute. Well, it must be, your AC must be turned up all the way because, and you're freezing. That's why you got a jumper on. Um, mm, mm. You got the blinds shut too. That's why it's, it's dark. It's called cocaine sweats. <laughs> <laughs> we have created a monster, Mark. Well, uh, anyway, welcome back to where it all started. Um, thanks for taking some time out of your busy schedule to join us. Um, we, we so we, we did before you go on, Dill. We did, we didn't want your normal bullshit, gallivanting and ranting and raving. Dylan's cooked up something special for the viewers, and we uh, you know we we hope you enjoy it. Over you, Dill. So are you talking we, to me or are you talking to Dylan? <laughs> so we brought you on, Jimmy. We're gonna do a little something funky. We're gonna do a fantasy draft, uh, a snake draft, just the three of us. Each of us have to select a quarterback, a wide receiver, a running back, and a kicker. Now, our pool of players is the members of the Any Given Monday League. So I feel like there's a clear-cut number one, but we will get to that. Now, the way we're going to figure out who drafts first is, when did you both last do a poo? Ooh. Um, is, is, it, is it a race? Do, do we need to buzz in? or is it the f- no, no, there's no race. Just whoever did the last one gets the first pick. That'll be this morning. Oh. This morning. Well, I was definitely after that. I was this afternoon. I did mine at 6.02 when the boys were in the bath. <laughs> Jimmy? I, I can't I can't beat that. I didn't take photos to um to prove that I went to the the lavatory. So I, I I'll take the third pick by the by the look of things. So Jimmy did not go today. No, I went this morning. Oh, you went this morning. Okay, sweet. I get the first pick. Um, so I'm I'm assuming. How does that work though? Because went... you probably just went. You know, I'm not going to take a crap until just before we go on because that's the way we're going to determine it. I just I, figured I, that I, out then. That was just an idea then. What what a coincidence. I just had diarrhea yeah, camps, a minute ago. Camps go first. Um, so I'm assuming Jimmy did his after 6 a.m. So Jimmy, you will get second pick. Mullum, you will get third pick. Why do I only get third? I did mine two hours ago. But you... Oh, 6 p.m. Yeah. I thought you said 6 a.m. this morning. No, 6 p.m. I did, the boys are in the bath. Oh, well, that's before me. You get the I'll, first pick. I'll say this. You blokes have, haven't changed. Your structure is as tight as ever. It I is, just is. think it's lovely to watch. It is tight. All right. Mullum, you are first. I am second. Jimmy, you are third. Thank you. I'll take Cav with the first pick. <laughs> oh, that was the absolute clear-cut number one pick. But what position are you taking him at? Um, uh, he will be... Uh, I think he'll have to be my QB. 
smart pick. I, I figured Cav was the clear cut number one for me. He's, you know, he's got that baseball background. He's got the arm. He's a leader of men. You know, he's but he's, he's still missing. School. He's still missing. We don't know where he is. No one's heard from him. He's still missing. Right, so that's the danger of taking him. You don't it's know. Like Aaron Rodgers, is he going to turn up for training camp or not? We don't know. I, I think I think this is the greatest Ryan Leaf decision I've seen in a long time. You've got a bloke that's is as he's as engaged as a a Cambodian bloody switchboard for for electricity. I mean, you don't know whether he's on or whether, whether you're going to electrocute yourself when you. Oh, I think, Mullum, you've just burnt down your franchise. I just haven't seen anything this silly for you. Okay, years. Dylan, second second pick then. Uh... Second pick. I will draft a quarterback as well, and I will take Graham D. Solling as my quarterback. He's got the arm. It's a bit quiet. Um, you know, I hope there's some other locker room leaders in there. He resembles a Jared uh, but look, Goff. He's definitely got the physical talents. He kind of got a Jared Goff feel to him. I don't yeah. know if I love him or hate him yeah. in that position. I just don't know. Just don't know. Okay. All right, you're up, Jimmy. Look, I, I'm I'm disgusted, but I'd love I'd love to draft Rowan. I mean, I remember <laughs> Rowan for the the physical specimen that the artist formerly known as Rowan. Yep. Yes, I, I I'd I'd love to take him, but but I'm going to go different to you, lads. I'm I'm going to take the. The athletic option on the board, which is which is one R Holloway, um, oh, yeah. he is the greatest wide receiver in terms of speed, height, um, explosiveness. The fact that you pair have overlooked him and, and he's played high level sport, I think, is madness. Um, Ryan to go third is 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 like Booker landing to Phoenix. It's just madness. You two should be ashamed, but. But my franchise will prosper with having a wide receiver um, of, of uh, Jerry Rice's caliber. That um, yes. I, I just can't okay. believe he's still on the board at three. Well, so you're taking a wide receiver who's just torn these Achilles. Yeah, yeah, coming off a fresh injury. Do you do your homework? Come, on, come on, guys, come injury on. prize. You, you can't. You, you, he's pushing you can't. forty, mate. Like you know, mate. I'm not. Yeah. You know, <laughs> How old was the first pick again? What? 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 How? Mate. How old was? Cav is the oldest. Cav. Yeah, I'm just just asking on that Kev, one. Cav is it? Yeah, he, look, have a go at him. He's in a 14 year old's body. It's you know he's in phenomenal shape. No, uh, no Jimmy, question. Yeah, fire. Oh, look, Holloway at wide receiver, I, I think give, gives me a lot to work with. Um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna still build on points here, and I, I think I'm gonna go with. I'm going to go with a bit of a bit of outside aggression, and I'm going to take Jake Harper at running back. I don't think you're going to get a bloke that's going to go harder up the centre and and just abuse and belittle and and just that that sort of aggression we've seen from young men. Um, Christmas Day arguments on trades. I, that's what you want mm. from a running back. Okay. I, I just, I, I can't. Um, getting Ryan and Jake at three and four is um, mind-boggling to me. I would have had them one and two, but you know, I'm mate, all, all in on Jake and Ryan. I think, I think I've done surprisingly well. We should pens down now and have a beer because that's just unbeatable. Solid, solid. Well. Uh... With the fifth pick, I will go running back as well, and I'll take Mitch Gale. Fuck! 
He's got the experience, you know, running through people. Um, he's certainly got the aggressive factor when he needs it. Um, yeah, I, I don't think I could ask for anyone better at running back, to be honest. He was my RB1 off the board. Uh, wow. I really wanted him there. But um, look, I'm going to go, um, I'm, I'm going to take a, a, a leaf out of, um, a page rather out of uh, Cavs book. I'm going to take a kicker right now. Wow. Yeah. Huge. Um, I just, I just don't want him to go anywhere. I'm going to take Jimmy as my kicker. He's, Jimmy. he's just. Why would you take me as a kicker? <laughs> A kicker's a uh, that's a that's a straight up disrespect. <laughs> Jimmy, a lot of the kickers that's kickers are a lot older in the league. Foul, foul <laughs> abuse. So um, I just I just I need him on my team, um, and I just need him in that key position. <laughs> so I'll take Jimmy as my kicker. Um, Unbelievable. So I'm glad one of us is taking it <laughs> seriously. <laughs> And then I'm going to be smart and take Laurie, uh, and I, I'm going to—I'll ta- take him at my running back position. I think you know he's a big, strong lad. Uh, I think he can do some damage there, you know. And you know he's a young buck, and um, you know he's got the knowledge for it. So uh, Laurie at uh, running back. All right, good choice. Now, uh, all my wide receivers are gone. Um, I think I am going to take. Jeremy, at wide receiver. Wow. With my next pick. Okay. He's deceptively quick. He's athletic. Um, you know, he does have a bit of length when he needs to. You know he's going to go all out. Um, yeah, I'm pretty happy with that. Jeremy, at wide receiver. Who, who's left on the ball? So you've got uh, myself, uh, Dylan. Me, me and my love. Frank and Jason. Oh well, and I, I need a kicker and a, and a QB. I, this is going to sound controversial, but I'm going to take Dylan as my QB, and I'll tell you why. He's got the athletic now of of a of an elderly Roethlisberger. He's not going to give you a sexual assault triple crown. But what he is going to give you is that spitefulness that is really good for one and a half seasons before he breaks down, not, not from injury, but just, just from general fatigue from life. <laughs> and and I, I don't think there'd be a better face of the franchise. It, it's sort of an upgrade from a cutler, not quite the, not quite the Philip Rogers, uh, sorry, the Philip Rivers, but, but you're sort of in that in-between bracket. And, and I think as a franchise with such talent, at wide receiver and running back, I think you're the you're the lazy bass that I need to just keep handing things off to those other two, and and I think you'll do that really well. So I'm I'm going to go with you, Dylan. Thank you, Jimmy. That's that a, was uh, replace of love as, too. as condescending a pick as you could make. <laughs> no, 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 it's for a place of love. <laughs> you'd make the other two do all the work, and and they're capable. So I I, I think you just you'd game manage really really well. And I think a, being a step down from Philip Rivers, I'll take that. Yeah, I would. Look at the career he's had. I mean, he lives in a motorhome. Like, who doesn't want to live in a motorhome at 39? Like, you know, him and his 15 kids. He's carved off a life for himself. So just to recap, Jimmy's got Dylan at QB. He's got Jake at running back. Yeah, he's great. Pick. And he's got 
Ryan at wide receiver. It's a solid team. Mate, there's people lining up outside to get autographs. Look, I'm uh, not going to lie. I'm a bit surprised that I'm so far down the board. You know, I ran uh, state in uh, running in high school. And, 1972. And, uh, you know, I'm a solid, solid build. But that's all right. It's, it's, uh, it's all G. Um, you're up again, Jimmy. Yeah, I was going to say, it, it wouldn't it be funny if Mullum stayed on the board all, <laughs> all the way through? But um, And he'd be the only bloke that didn't get picked. Um, I've got a kicker to take, and and I like uh, I like a big kicker that's got a bit of size that just might pick the ball up and decide to run. He, he might decide not to kick because that's his choice. And I think Jason's my guy for that. I think Jason would add a bit of depth to my special teams and that sort of uh, that big sort of Jedikowski sort of model. So so I'm going to take Jason. Well, that that leads. You have to take me, Dill. Mullen. You're my kicker. Well done. You could have taken Frank. You can't because I can't. because uh, uh, take yourself. I, I think we we kind of decided that you can't draft yourself. So because Mullum has the last pick, mate. Otherwise, I would have taken myself at number one because I know my ability. So who do you want with the last pick, Mister Relevant? Who I got? I got Frank. Yeah, yeah. Just wanted to make it official, Frank. I choose you. And what, what position are you drafting Frank in? Well, let's see. I took, so who's he got I left? Jimmy is my kicker. Uh, First kicker off the board, by the way. Cav is my QB. Laurie's my running back. So Frank at wide receiver. Wide receiver. He's no Calvin Johnson. Jeez. But, uh, you know, he could be someone <laughs> like a Muggsy Bogues type in the NFL. I don't know. Not that tall. Um, else? And some of the little guys are, are all right wide receivers. Uh, this might be challenging. His mum's going to have to drop him off in the back of the car. <laughs> I'll, I'll figure something out. We'll get transport. What do you want to do for away games? How does he get there? We will sort something out. All right. To, to recap, first pick, Cav at quarterback. Second pick, Graham at quarterback. Third pick, Ryan Holloway at wide receiver. Fourth pick, Jake at running back. Fifth, Mitch at running back. Sixth pick, controversially, Jimmy at kicker. Seventh pick, Laurie at running back. Eighth pick, Jeremy at wide receiver. Ninth pick, Dylan at quarterback. Tenth pick, Jason at kicker. Eleventh pick, Mullum at kicker. And Frank at wide receiver rounds it out at 12. Uh, so when we post this, we'll uh, we'll put everyone's teams up and, and you can all have a vote on uh, who you think would have the best fantasy lineup out of the three of us. Yeah. going to be hard for you Dill, to not vote for yourself at, at QB isn't it that'd be that'd be something to be that is going to be really that'll, hard that'll, that'll, that'll keep you up to not thinking about that won't it I'm to... already designing jerseys in my head <laughs> I know the franchise QB you couldn't vote for a team that didn't have you as a franchise QB I'm, I'm just about to get on Madden and create myself <laughs> I bet you are <laughs> and on that bombshell I think it's time to move on thank you for joining us Jimmy uh, it's been real Thanks, right, Jimmy. Well, we look forward to uh, more episodes of. Uh, yes, I've, I've actually supposed to have Jake on last or oh, fortnight ago, and that's been my my bad. So I will um, be chasing up Jake, hopefully uh, early next week to get that young man on, and then there will be a string of them in quick succession. Um, so yeah, hopefully can round that out before the draft, which 
is also a concern, but we're finding um, secondary options at the moment. Well, Jimmy, before you go on, we don't want to go any further because we're going to, Dylan and I, we're doing another show. We're doing the pre-draft show as we do. Uh, And because you are the host, we will bring you on and we'll get you all the details of the draft day itself. And uh, hopefully we can also talk about what's installed for season two uh, throughout the year. We've got the off-season show, which you're halfway through at the moment. We're really interested in seeing what you're going to do for season two. So have a think about that and uh, we'll chat to you soon. No pressure. Yeah, I'm excited to see what I'm going to do with that as well because we're we're, uh, lots of ideas in the Smithers household. Don't worry. Uh, Thanks, lads. Enjoy your evening and... uh, Thank you, Jimmy. We'll uh, we'll ha- go to another ad break and uh, return shortly. Just a moment. You just assured me that I could speak. Sit down inside the car. We're not assuring anything. We're under arrest. Look, I'm under what? Gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. Have a look at the headlock here. See that chap over there? Get your hand off my penis! This is the bloke who got me on the penis before. Get some cuffs. Why did you do this to me? in the car. Get some cuffs. For what reason? What is the charge? Eating a meal? A succulent Chinese meal? Everyone must surely be in favour of drug testing. All the claptrap about individual rights and legal rights is just that. Claptrap. Every player signs a player's registration form which says in point two of that form, and I quote, I agree to undergo the... Oh, there's fucking dust in this studio. You know, if it was bloody John Laws or someone, the whole joint would be cleaned out. This is fucking ridiculous. Fucking hopeless. Dickheads. That's why the corporate world's in a state of disarray. Put that on the Christmas tape. Now, don't fuck up on that bloody thing which you've lost the last two times I've done it. You'll take that out now and give it to someone so they know it's on, right? You, you dickhead. Big dope. Put your hands above the table, right? What's that poking up at me like a broken penis for? Yeah, last pick, Frank, wide receiver. Breaking hearts. Okay, welcome back to the show. Um, Jimmy, it's good to see him. It is. I didn't sound very convincing when I said that, did I? No, no I don't love, think you were. Jimmy. I, I, I love think... Jimmy. Love what he's done with the opportunity we've given him. Yeah, bastard. Anyway, moving on. Well, let's look. This has been a, a, a huge show. You know, two guests, um, you know. Oh, bumper show. We're probably at two-hour podcast at the moment. It's, it's sensational. We're kicking goals and breaking hearts. And uh, I think we need to finish off with the commissioner's corner here. We're going to um, just chat things, uh, all things about the league and – uh, I think we should start with the rule changes that uh, took place. Um, As we know, there was a few few rule changes voted in at the uh, presentation, which only half the people came to. Um, my bad. And the names are written down and in my uh, in my list of people I want to hurt. In any case, sleeper, we are moving to it. That's very exciting. We can all pick our own little cartoon characters to throw fireballs or whatever at each other. Um, and I'm, But I'm hearing good things that we'll be able to transfer our league history over. So if that happens, um, that will be even greater. If not, I'll be running the league from both platforms. Wow. That's awesome for everyone else. Not so much for you. No. Nah. Well, I'll, I'll set up a dummy league uh, from 
NFL.com just so I can keep the history there. But it should be able to be moved over. We now will also be a points per first down league, so that'll be fun. Um, the Toilet Bowl loser from next season onwards will be the Commissioner's Secretary. I love it. Uh, doing menial tasks uh, and organising stuff and collecting money and that kind of fun stuff. So don't want to be the Toilet Bowl loser. We have now changed it to make it more interesting. The sixth and final playoff spot will be decided by who has the best points for out of the seven teams remaining. So winner of each division will go straight through. Next three with the best record will go through. And then the last spot, who has the best points for out of those teams left. And that's that's all the changes we made. Beautiful. For that um, that six position, I did vote um, to for it to be at an egg and spoon race, uh, but didn't get many takers on that. But say the potato sack race got got voted down as well. Um, you guys just you know. Also, everyone put it in your damn diaries and stop messaging me and asking me what the date is. September fourth is our draft date, hosted by the man we just had on the show, Jimmy. So Jimmy. looking forward to that, but lock it in. It will be fun. Yeah. I guarantee it. Very good. And we were going to do uh, this day in league history, um, but we don't know what everyone was. It's this day in league uh, history. Not much <laughs> everyone was not listening to a podcast. Um, <laughs> very good. And um, one thing we need, do need to cover up before we, we leave is side bets. Side bets. There are a few side, side bets, bets still left. Yeah. Uh, I was hoping to see a bleach beard today, but I was uh, rudely greeted with just a regular brown beard. Yes, uh, I do. I was saying to Dill, we were going to do this show last week and I was prepared to do it. And then I've got a, a big client meeting slash shoot tomorrow, uh, which I need to look presentable for. And I'm not shaving it off. And look, so know, what what we're hoping for is uh, yes. we're going to do a preview for the draft, maybe a month out from the draft, let's say the second week of August. We'd love it if you guys could have some of those bets completed and we can video them or show them a little bit on the show. That'd be great. I'm still holding it to you need to get them done before the draft, but if you could do it earlier, we'd love to showcase We'd love to put it on the show. I think it'd be epic. Really, yeah, really so sweet. we've still got uh, Laurie washing Jimmy's car, Graham writing me a poem. Graham, I'm happy for you to just uh, do my my team over the season. It doesn't have to be the week that uh, that you beat that I beat. Sorry. Uh, yeah. So we've got uh, Mitch taking Laurie out for a romantic evening uh, and paying. I think that one could Ryan be uh, needs to At do this a current show juncture. For- Sorry, Jill. At this current juncture, that could be quite hard because we're all in lockdown. So. It could be. So we're not holding our breath on any of these. If you can't do them, you'll be penalised. Say, say if we're locked down uh, we, until so, the draft. Do a Zoom dinner. Yeah. We won't hold it against you. I will. Zoom it. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, so be be nice to see some of those uh, before the next podcast and definitely by the draft. Okay. And next episode, I will have a bleach beard, which will be our pre-draft show. It'll be a big one. We'll have Jimmy on the show. Hopefully, we can get another special guest on 
But you will just have to stay tuned and uh, join us for that one. And uh, that's all from us here at Cook in the Mi- Commish. Commit. Cook in I'm having a scene. Mitch. Cooking the Mitch. I've still got Mi- I've still got Mitch on my mind from that draft. I really, if I would have had him at the running back position, I would have been sweet. But no, that was a gimme. I, uh, yeah, he was. Had to take. Anyway, thank you for joining us on Cooking with the Commish. Until next time, happy football. Peace out.